This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. Let's belly up to the pod. It's the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I'm a little sad today, Mike. Uh, Why is that? Towards the tail end of the Garage Logic podcast, uh, which just concluded a little bit ago, uh, we learned of the passing of one of my three favorite comedians of all time, hmm. uh, Norm Macdonald. And I know you were oh, unaware wow. until I, I mentioned yeah. it to you before the show. But I, I, I was sad for a number of reasons because obviously he's, I think, one of the... He has, in my opinion, the best stage presence of any comedian I've mm-hmm. ever seen personally. I think my, my three favorite are George Carlin, Norm, and... Um, Oh, why can't I think of his name right now? The guy that gets all angry. Uh, uh, Lewis Black. Lu- okay. Lewis, Lewis Black. Black. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, but I, I, so I love Norm MacDonald. So I, I basically spent the time from post-production of Garage Logic mm-hmm. to when you got here. Sure. <laughs> watching Norm MacDonald clips oh, on YouTube is what sad. I've been basically doing. So uh, uh, passes away at the age of 61 after a nine-year battle with cancer that basically nobody knew about. How do you keep that secret? I think... It was for a couple of reasons, because all the comedians are now weighing in via social mm-hmm. media, and I think a, a lot of them are saying, that's exactly Norm. Sure. I mean, I, I can see why you'd try to keep a secret, Yeah, but how? And when I mean, s- everybody knows him. He's huge. They yeah. know if he's not going to show up for a show. I mean, he must have uh, been okay for a while. And I did see a clip of him performing as recent as, was it three months ago, and he did not look good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he looked extremely bloated, and it looked, it just, he looked very unhealthy. Sure. So I guess after seeing that, you know, the more sense. Then that kind of well. So September fourteenth is what you're saying. That's today's date is when he passed away. Yes. You know, Godspeed, Norm Macdonald. So I do want to play a clip because one of the things that I love, and the reason I'm playing this particular clip is, when I was uh, in high school and then moved to college in Mankato, one of the things I loved. Um, was staying up late to watch Conan because mm-hmm. Conan was my guy he back was in the day. College, yeah, college, he, everything. He was so great, and in fact, one of my first jobs that I had while I was in school was I got up really early to drive a route truck. Okay, so I would drive a route truck. I, I mean, Mike, I was getting up at two o'clock in the morning. In college. In college. So you were going to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning? Well, not during up. the week. <laughs> okay. During the week, I would try to get to bed by about 9 or 10, oh, and then I would get sleep. up, and I would uh, and I would drive this truck, and so... A route of what? I got to break this down. What so were you delivering? I think I, to- I, I, I filled vending machines. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I told you so this So yeah, all the really all the food and the change you could want. Well, that was the best part about it, is yes. I was broke, so I would bring food home for me and my roommates. <laughs> yeah. So in any Expired event, chips. The, re- the reason I would love this is the first stop that I had... Because uh, you know you were going to break rooms sure. for these you know factories or uh, yeah. auto dealerships or whatever, and the first stop I had was this creamery in Farmington, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and they always would have Conan on in the break room. Really, and okay. anytime Norm was on, I basically would stop working sure. just to watch Norm on with Conan. When Conan, you had the late late show <laughs> way yeah, yeah. back in the day. So I found this clip and I remember this and I remember laughing at it just as hard today as I did back in probably 1999 or whenever this this first uh, surfaced. But this was about three minutes of Norm on uh, on with Conan O'Brien. And it, with Norm, you always have to realize that there's always a payoff. You just got to wait you for it, which is exactly why I love Norm MacDonald. 56 between 8th and Broadway. <laughs> 
Okay, and what's your phone number? Oh, Just give me that. seven digits. All right. Uh, did uh, what, what? Your neighbors nice people? The oh, people that live around great you? Great people. I, every day I meet somebody new. You know, mm -hmm. this city's great because uh, of the, the neighborly people. You know. <laughs> I don't know. But I did meet one neighbor. Interesting story. You know uh -huh. that uh, this guy. He just moved in, you know, next yeah. door to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm always one to, to meet the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> you, you like to chat with the neighbors. Yeah, yeah because, you know, so uh, I, uh, I went over to the guy, I knocked on the door next door to where I live, mm -hmm. and I say to the guy, I said, hey, I'm your new neighbor, you know, and I said, uh, good to see you, you know, nice to, nice to run into you, you know, uh, welcome to the, the neighborhood, you know. Mm -hmm. And so the guy, I said, what do you do for a living there, sir? Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't mind me asking. <laughs> you know, what do you do for a living? I'm a, I'm a uh, nightclub comic, I tell the guy. So he says to me, he says, I'm a, I work down at the University of uh, Science there. He says, I'm a, uh, I'm a, um, that's, a good, that's a good school, by the way. <laughs> I can't remember the exact place. Sure. But, uh, he says, I, uh, I'm a professor of logic. So he says, the guy says, logic. Now, what the hell is that? I never heard tell of that. Mm -hmm. He says, oh, well, he says it's a, a kind of a pattern of uh, a syllogistic, uh, yeah, well, he says it's hard to explain. He says, uh, uh, why don't I give you an example? <laughs> so I said, fair enough. Why don't you do that? So the guy says, well, he says, let me ask you a question. He says, do you own a doghouse? So I go, yes, I do. He says, well, then that means you probably have a dog. I said, yes. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, well, that means you're likely you have a family if you have a dog. I said, yes, I do. He said, uh, well, then that means uh, you got uh, kids, you're married. I said, yes, yes, I am. He says, uh, well, then you're a heterosexual man. Mm -hmm. I said, yes, sir, I am. He says, well, you see, that's logic there. I, I asked if simply from finding out you had a doghouse, I made this series of inferences, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. I, I found that you're a heterosexual man simply from the fact that you had a doghouse. Mm -hmm. Well, I said, good God, isn't that something? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so I said, well, I won't waste any more of your time there, uh, neighbor. And I said, I'll see you. See you later. See you around. Okay. So, uh, I, went, I said, come on, come by one day and have a, a chicken with me. So anyways, I left. <laughs> so I left. So I go, I go to get a bus, you know, to the bus stop. Uh -huh. And I, I, I walk down to the bus stop, and I'm still thinking about this thing that happened to me, you know. <laughs> and I'm standing at the bus, and uh, 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 no bus coming at all, you know, yeah. and five or six of us standing around, and uh, <clears throat> one guy lights up a cigarette there, and he goes, he goes, as soon as you light up a cigarette, the bus comes. And uh, he smokes the whole damn cigarette, no bus comes. <laughs> right, right. So uh, I said to the guy, well, that theory really worked, huh? <laughs> yeah. And the guy goes, well, sometimes it works. Anyways, the guy goes, uh, what's new with you? Mm -hmm. I go, well, I uh, had an interesting thing happen to me today. I said, I met my neighbor. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, yeah? I go, he had a hell of an interesting job. I said, he's a professor of logic down at the University of... Science. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the guy says, is that so? He says, Lo uh, professor of logic. He goes, what the hell is that logic? Mm -hmm. I said, well, it's a series of Scylla something or other. Right, right. I said, I can't remember exactly, but I said, uh, I'll give you an example if you want to hear an example. Yeah. So the guy goes, all right, fair enough. So I said, uh, let me ask you this. I said, uh, 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 do you, let me ask you a question. Do you own a doghouse? Mm -hmm. And the guy goes, uh, no, I don't own a doghouse. <laughs> so uh, I says, the guy says, oh, yeah, you're one of them gays.
great stuff you can learn at yeah, that nice. University of Science there. Yeah. All and, right. then, and then the guy, and then get this. Get right. this. There's more. This gay guy. Yeah. Invites me to have a chicken at his place. He is absolutely brilliant. And the payoff, I mean, again, his comedy style really isn't for everybody, but the joke isn't funny. Mm-hmm. He's funny. The, the, the storytelling's funny. He's funny. I mean, we, we mentioned this on GL, but he has a joke that takes about 11 minutes to tell. Sure. And he did it on Stern years ago okay. with profanity, and it's the most hysterical thing I think I've heard in a long time. Oh, really? Okay. It's, uh, just look up... Um, don't mess with Uncle Terry, comma Norm Macdonald. Okay, or I'll, just, or I'll, just. I'll absolutely do that. I love his the way he just, you know, how he keeps saying, you know, you know, you know, and he just says it, and then he switches to the next way he's going to do it. I wonder how he writes that, or how he had. I don't think that. he does, and I, and I'll tell you why because I've heard jokes that he tells. Okay, what he's doing when he's doing, you know, is he's reading the room. Sure. And he's seeing which way that this joke should go. Oh, really? Uh, that's okay. the, at least that's the way I interpret it. You don't think it's it. all scripted out right to the I very don't. end? I don't. I think he has an idea. Sure. I used to work with a stand-up comedian at 107 when okay. I used to be on, on, on My Talk 107.1. And she had a great explanation on really what comedy is, or at least what comedy was to her. And mm-hmm. I found this brilliant. Her name was Colleen Cruz. I absolutely loved working with her. She's super funny. And she always told me... Look at a joke as a math equation. Okay. No matter how short, no matter how long, you got to get somewhere. Sure. Or, or, or this number something. plus that number's got to get here. Okay. And I always found that explanation interesting because she said, when you're on the stage, you're the only, it's you. It's it. You know, yeah. there, not, there's no pause button. There's no it's nothing. It's not doing a podcast where yep. I can hit a Norm MacDonald sound sure. bite for, for three, four minutes. It, that, that, that's not how it works in the world of stand-up comedy. So she said, you always have to keep a couple of things in your head where you're kind of watching the crowd. How do they react to this one? Oh, it's a little bit more of a, a conservative crowd. I better skew less blue. You know, things things sure. like that, I so guess. So they say, Colleen says that comedy is a math problem. Yeah. Then when I listen to Garage Logic, <laughs> and no one can do math. Not one person can do math, no. yet you're all very funny. So, huh. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I don't know how that maybe, works. Maybe it's a word equation, a, a scramble or something. Yeah. Wait, that's this show. That's this show, which is the weekly scramble. So anyway, uh, rest in peace to Norm MacDonald. I, I, I will actually spend probably the rest of the day Going through YouTube clips because I just I, I think the world of him as a comedian and I, it, the and the tweet of God had the best line on Twitter the world is now less funny yeah. because Norm Macdonald is no longer uh-huh. on this earth so and then also the uh, we played the the 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. when they did the Jeopardy Celebrity Jeopardy sure. Will Ferrell. Oh. And then Hilarious. he pulls up in the in the thing as Burt Reynolds. I I still think that that's funny. That he was the best great, part of the whole great Burt Reynolds. Oh, he he one hundred percent did, and that was a great. The 40th anniversary of SNL was fantastic because you had all these old characters come back. But to me, that was the best skit of the entire night. And the whole, I think you're whole either a, a Saturday Night Live fan mm-hmm. or someone who doesn't get Saturday Night Live anymore. I attempted to watch it not that long ago, and it just either it's, it's not, not working for me anymore. Yeah. I just don't get it. But, but I, do I remember like, as a kid, I loved it. Yeah, and I do like certain characters, like uh, Kate. Mc, is it Kate McKinnon? I think. I think. She's very, very funny. Sure. She makes me laugh when she's she's actually doing a series of I think it's phone commercials now. She's just funny. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. a person yep, that when she comes on the screen, I just okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh here at some point. I just it, really like can her. Can you but. not does it not bother you that they seem self righteous? 
Is that just me? Well, you got to keep in mind too that whether it's Saturday Live or late night television, I mean, everyone now has a somewhat left leaning agenda. But but it was so fun, and I don't care which way. I'm so agnostic. I could literally care less. Right. I'm the I same could way. Care less. You I could, could not could care not less. Care less. I could not care less. Literally, yeah. not care less. Right. Which way anybody does things, it doesn't matter to me. It's nope. none of my business. But but we're not all blowing the same whistle. Yeah, it but gets it used annoying. to be fun. Yeah. And it used to not be so. Like, when did it get so serious? And, I think when you know the last. I at least I loved Letterman. I thought Letterman was, had, but mm. you know he he would take jabs at Bush. Sure. You know, and things like that. But I don't know. I I just think that they've all kind of subscribe to the same formula of this is how I'm going to get, you know, the, the, the 25 year old crowd. And I think that that's what they're trying to do. I guess maybe that's what you got to do. You need to get that 18 to 35 year old crowd watching your show. Otherwise you don't make your 10 million bucks idea. But here's the problem. Do you know 25 year olds that are staying up late watching late night television? No, I don't either. They're laying in bed looking at their cell phone. Right. Because if, because if I'm doing that, they're definitely doing that. Oh, 100%. Do you ever get that thing on your... Do you have an Apple phone, an iPhone? I do. Do you get that uh, how many hours you've spent on your phone? Every Sunday at roughly 9.30 in the morning. And every time <laughs> I think, okay, I've spent less time on my phone this week than I did last. And every, as God is my witness, every single time, I'm up 17%. I think, I can't have 17% growth every single week. That's bad, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't even recall really looking at my phone yet. I think I'm doing it hundreds of times a day. Well, and here's, I guess, the only problem that I have with it is I always, no matter where I'm going, and even though I know where I'm going, mm. I always have my navigation on. Sure. So that counts. And I have a lengthy commute. Yeah. So that counts into my usage total per day. So you put your navigation on to see what traffic is going to be bad, Correct. right? To move you around. That's what I do it too. I'm going to one of my stores. I know where it is, obviously, but I want to see what roads are going to stop. In case me, there's an accident are... or yep. a new set of construction that I wasn't okay. aware of. In fact, because they just reopened this stretch of 35. So the same thing applied where I thought I always kept it on because sure. of the times that I come to and from this radio state. Sorry, the Garage Logic Podcast Studios. Things can change. Sure. Um, so anyway, that so that and then when you're playing podcasts, right. that counts, right? Correct. If, it, if it's if the screen is awake, I think that counts. But if you're just playing a podcast with your screen shut off, I don't think it counts. Oh. I don't know why. I'm trying to reduce you're, the time. You're trying to well, validate. Had, I have days where it's like six, seven hours worth of cell phone time, and that seems kind of like a lot. Yet I'm using it for work all day long and doing videotapes and all that. So stuff. quick shout out to our friends at Bent Brewstillery. You and I had the fortune of being invited to be a part of their huge event last Saturday. Uh, first of all, the weather was absolutely fantastic. Uh, the event itself was so much fun so to be a cool. part of. Uh, we met so many really, really cool pitmasters and new barbecue places that are opening up. So cool. The food was tremendous, as we knew it was going to be. Shockingly good deal, too. I yes. Mean, you you. What I did is I went there, bought 20 tickets, a dollar a piece. Then you went to get a rib for a dollar. I thought, well, I can eat 20 ribs. I, I don't know what I was thinking. And they would give you a tray? Yeah, well, they would give you like a rib and a half on average or something, right? And then a little piece of chicken and then some burnt tips Here, or something. You eat this too. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden you said, okay, I, I've used four tickets. I've had the equivalent of nine ribs. I'm out. I'm done. Right. Right. Uh, that was an amazingly good deal. In fact, I think they should probably raise, because it's all for charity, right? Yep. I think they should raise the prices up again, because it was 
almost too good of a deal. You and, felt a little guilty. Uh, the, the the charity Mike mentioned was Invisible Wounds Project. Uh, so their uh, website is invisiblewoundsmn.org. Was that correct? Uh, I can look it up. Okay, sorry. But uh, a very cool event. All, all to proceed, a fantastic organization, and like I mentioned, we we had the we had the fortune of being invited to be there uh, with our friend Bartley. We met some really cool people. Oh, and a shout out! I have to mention this too. Uh, I was mentioning to this to you uh, before the show began. Uh, Pity Q Barbecue was a brand new uh, outfit, husband and wife team, and I know that they're going to be listening to the show today. But I wanted to give them a shout out, and um, they're setting up a GoFundMe account. Um, for for someone that needs help with some medical expenses that I'm going to be able to tweet out a little bit later, but uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I had I had a great time, and I really hope Bartley asks us to be back again next year. Because it, it was yeah, it was the grill your ace off. Actually, it was the smoke your ace off. Correct. Ace as in Fratelloni's Ace Hardware. We nice. were one of the major sponsors. I just wanted to throw that in and to find out for this charity that it was for. It's InvisibleWoundsProject.org or IWProject.org, and it seemed like oh, I mean an extremely good cause. It was on September 11th, yes. right? We had all those guys there, anniversary, uh, yep. a, a bunch of veterans and first responders there. And there was about 25 barbecue joints. Oh. And we shouldn't over talk about this because it's not going to happen again until next year. But, I mean, what a deal. What a fun time. Yep. What a huge group of people. Yeah. And, of course, it was at Ben Distillery, so there's a ton of beer. It was a very fun time. Yeah, Who won? Was... I didn't stay till, uh The, uh, oh, um, the gals. The gals. The gals oh, won. Small um, town girls barbecue. Small town girls barbecue. Did they win? Which, wow. Which all of their husbands also had a team. Yeah. That was really good. Uh, and they finished, you know, they finished very high. But yeah, the, the gals won both for, uh, I believe, both for tri tip, second place in chicken, but overall they won the, the really? voters. What do you call it? The uh, People's uh, Choice. People's Choice. Thank so, you very much. Well, that's kind of crazy because this is, if I'm understanding Bartley correctly, this is one of the highest prize-winning barbecue events know. in Minnesota, right? Yeah, I didn't I, know that. It's a huge thing. So, I mean, this is like, guys are winning 5000 bucks plus to do this. And, you know, some other barbecue events, you're winning 500 bucks. Oh, so yeah. this is a huge, huge deal. Yeah. And I remember those gals, because the guy, we talked to the guy, uh, his her husband, for like 20 minutes, you and I did. Yep. And he's like, oh, my wife's down there. She has uh, some other stuff. You know, she's got some pie at her thing. Like, that. It seems unfair that she's giving out pie, too. It's just, it looks delicious, the key lime pie. Yes. And by the time I get around to her, she didn't have any ribs left, right? Because it, it, it's kind of first come, first serve. And I was already done at that yeah. point. So good for them. That's a big win, man. Yeah. That that's uh, I'm sure he's thinking, I'm not inviting her next time. Well, I, in fact, you you uh, had to duck out. But I, at, when I was uh, listing off the uh, the winners, I said at the very end because they had the guys had to keep coming up to take the gals photos with the trophies. Okay, and I said, "I think you gentlemen are in charge of dishes for the rest oh, of the week." Oh yeah, know, that was pretty good. That I mean, that's good. now I wonder that is a conundrum because what happens at that household now? Because that guy, I guarantee you, and I, I'm forgetting his name, super nice guy, big fan of the show. Yes, he's going to say, "Honey, I'll go get the barbecue on," and she's going to say, "No, no, no, that's no. adorable, yeah. honey. You go. I in. got it from you. Here. Go in and do the beans <laughs> on the grill on the on the stove, and I'll do the cooking on the grill. All right, very so, cool. Uh, let's transition because you had something that you wanted to bring up, and something I had never heard of before. Well, I don't. Okay, so you obviously are a big fan of Surly. It's about. Two blocks from the GL Podcast Studios here, yeah, right roughly, at Hubbard maybe a little bit longer. Yeah, just, it's, it's very just right close. down the road. You, you could, could walk you there, could you would, there. but yes. you could totally walk there. Yep. There's a place called the Market at Malcolm Yards. You've never heard of this? No. 
It's basically just outside of the parking lot at Surly's, right? Okay. In fact, there's signs that say no Surly parking because obviously they crisscross each other. So if I'm standing outside of the front door, am I looking straight ahead at it? No, or is it like down if you street? take the right turn to go north on University, yes, and you you either you drive straight and you go and and they're off to the left, or you take the little right to go to Surly's. Okay, gotcha. Right. So if you just go straight, you run into their parking lot, and it's a it looks like a almost knockdown type of building okay. that has that second level that has no roof on it. You know how they do that where it's, you can see through the windows and sure. there's nothing. Sure. And this place is a food hall, a beer hall, a liquor hall, all in one. You walk in. Really? So you walk in, you you go up to the front, and they um, check your ID, right, if you sure. don't look 50, which they didn't check mine, but they checked my wife's, which is lovely, by the way. You win. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Granted, it was her uh, 39th birthday, so she is quite younger than I am. Um but and then you you run your credit card and then you get a little card like a little credit card and you walk up to all the places and so you, you don't pay as you go you pay as you go oh, the best sweet. part is they have the beer wall so you go put your card in the little slot and uh you know an ounce of Miller Lite is forty three cents and maybe you just want a four ounce Miller Lite and a four ounce. A lift bridge and a four ounce. You can just try everything, and the beers get a little bit more expensive depending on what you're getting, right? Sure, sure. Um, so it was kind of funny. My wife drinks white wine, right? So we go around to the corner where they have the white wine, and it's a dollar sixty an ounce. And I guess for white wine, that's fine, right? So she puts her glass under there, and she has. I mean, I love her, but she has no concept of money, right? It doesn't. <laughs> she could have filled it. It could have spilled onto the floor. It wouldn't matter. She gets her thermos out. She starts the gun, right? She starts the tap. Oh no! And it's like. 160, 263. I mean, it's just going. And I'm like, honey, honey, honey. And I'm throwing the thing down. She fills a glass of wine to the rim. She goes, I thought it was going to stop. I'm like, no, this little handle is the key indicator that when you push it back, it stops. So actually, it turned out kind of pretty well because she gets this big, big pour of wine for 10 bucks. I was like, well, that's that's kind of great for white wine. You know, they're a big pour of wine. It was like a double pour of wine for 10 sure, bucks. Sure. So, and then you, you walk around and there's an empanada place and a sushi place and a burger place. And I, wow. It's, and it opens for lunch. So you could do this at 11 o'clock. And if you want to go have a half a beer or two beers or four beers, you just go get them yourself. You get a new fresh glass every time. And they have on site parking. Uh, on site parking, a ton of it, right? Really? And if you went during, we went uh, um, last night at like seven. And it was kind of busy, and it was not super easy to find a table to sit down in. But you can just walk around, and outside there's a bunch of tables. It was a really, really cool place. So it's unlike, like, like Keg and Case is very cool in St. Paul off of West 7th that has a lot of vendors in it. But this is all the vendors are kind of joined on one long bar. And you just walk up to them. You have this one uh, continual credit card that you use that, as you run it, it tells you how much you've spent during the time. So it's, are it's they cool. clearly targeting the students at the U of M? I think so. It's the okay. students, and but there was families in there, and okay. it was. Uh, but it, it was very a, a student looking place. Right? I am one hundred percent going to check this place it out. It is. It was very, very, very cool. Um, my wife is, you know, not one to love every place that we go. Sometimes she'll be like, ah, "I'm not doing that again," and she absolutely gave it the old. I'd go do that tomorrow. It was. It was cool because uh, she wanted empanadas and I wanted sushi and she wanted to try the pizza and you could just go to every place and have something. Can I ask? I'm sorry because yeah. you know me. I, I I don't go out. Yeah. You know, ever. Yeah. Do anything yeah. fun. You do um, too. I go to town baseball games. Sure. And have beers with you know, town baseball guys. It's fun though. Because I like swapping nonsense with old guys that play town. Anyway. Okay. What is empanadas? What is that? Uh, it's like a little meat pocket. It's like a hot like pocket. Like a calzone. Yeah, but it's yeah Mexican, right? Spanish, oh, okay, okay. Mexican, I don't know. Okay. Um, but it's like a yeah, it's like a little meat calzone, but of a 
Latina variety. Okay, Latino, cool. Right? Oh, Latinx I love that. I love Mexican food. Yeah, it's great. Okay. So it's a little meat pocket, for lack of a better term. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and it, it was a really, really cool place. It felt really comfortable. I didn't know what to expect. It is funny to see the difference between who's wearing masks mask and who aren't wearing mask, who, yeah. who doesn't wear a mask. And you're looking around, and like you have the 84-year-old guys, and they're walking through, no mask. Then the 19-year-old college student has two masks on and rubber gloves, and you're like, huh. <laughs> A hazmat suit. Yeah, I mean, it's, and you know, I go like, if you're that worried about it, why are you out? You give, me, give me the name of the place again. Um, it's the Market at Malcolm Yards. Market at Malcolm Yards. I mean, you, you could be there in four minutes reverse okay. and have your first beer poured in four and a half minutes. Well, I mean, now you were speaking yeah, my language. Yeah, right. Do they have retail there too, or is it all? No, but you could go in there and get a pizza and head out. The and... concept that it's reminding me of is first draft over by Target Field. The beers are kind of like first draft, right? Where you could just go up and pick any beer. So okay. that's the exact same concept. But then also think of that as for food. Food's already made. You walk up there and say, I want this. They take your card, they swipe it, and you're done. Okay. Right? So the food is kind of fast, casual. Nothing takes. Gotcha. I mean, I guess maybe if you pick a certain pizza, that takes 10 minutes to make that pizza. But, you know, the rest of it is ready to roll pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. Very fun. So I have a very delicate question that I need to ask you because Uh-oh. I had a turning point this past weekend in my in, – in, in, so – Folks, Mike and I used to do the the beer show where we would have a lot of great beer guests on, and we will still do things like that. But this is also kind of a a lifestyle show sure. of of basically what you go through in life and jobs and sports and family and whatnot. So last Saturday, I happened to reside in the city of Carver, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and last weekend was our town festival called Steamboat Days. Love it. Okay, it's a great. Even though Carver's getting to the point now where our town festival can no longer be on five city blocks, sure, it's, you know, up and down yeah. Main Street and yeah. downtown Carver, it's sure. like, wow, this is way too crowded. You, we, we need to expand we this expand a little bit. This anyway, out, so, but it's still fun. It's a great time. Uh, we can basically walk from our house, so we don't have to worry about sure. any of that stuff. In any event, um, there was a cover band uh, there playing, and so we we went down, I would say, around like 6 o'clock, stayed for a couple hours. Okay. We were home. Uh, as the fireworks began, because we wanted to beat everybody out of sure. that area. And so uh, we're walking by. Oh, the kids want to play this game. Okay, great. Oh, they want, Dad needs a beer. Okay, let's go here. <laughs> so the band was playing a song, and I thought I had re- heard the song before. Mm-hmm. Both of my boys, nine and six, started doing a dance together. Oh, no. That they clearly knew, okay. along with. Other kids, really older kids. Okay, you know the song um, "Fancy Like," uh, Applebee's on a date night. You've heard the song. Okay, You've I'm seen sure, the Applebee's I, okay, ad. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, okay. and I, I had heard the song before. I mm-hmm. knew what the song was, but apparently, there is a viral TikTok video. Okay, that has a dance in which it was a very organic uh, becoming of the song in which. The guy, I'm forgetting the artist's name, but his family did this to the song where sure. it became a viral sensation when you see the Applebee's commercial. Okay. That's what those people are doing. Got it. Okay. My boys are doing this. Because they saw they got it from the Applebee's commercial, though, not from TikTok. Well, no, they don't have social media accounts. Okay. But that was my point. How are they figuring this that out? This is the first time where a guy that's labeled as the social media director <laughs> for a pretty decent-sized <laughs> yeah. show... Has been scooped by his kids by under the age of ten. Nine so I, yeah. for the first time, I became less hip than my children. 
Wow, it, it's going to happen to you real quick. Well, that's that's I I just got sad and I went, "Oh no." And she says, my wife says, "What's wrong?" I said, "They're more hip than I am now." <laughs> okay, Reavers, this is going to happen to you and your kids don't have social media. My kids even young had social media. I did made a mistake and I let them have it. I don't know what I was doing. I just sure. was, I was asleep at the wheel, right? And they're good kids and they're fine. Yep. But there is a show on and I said, "Oh, who is this girl? Like what show are you watching?" On like Cable TV. She has like a regular show, not a YouTube show, like a regular show yeah. on one of the stations. And there, and her name's not right. It's Katie D'Amelia or Kathy D'Amelia or the D'Amelia family. And I said, oh, I've, I've never really heard of them. Actually, I've heard you kind of mention them, but I, I thought she was a like a star. And they're like, well, yeah, she's making like $50 million a year. I said, well, that, that can't be right because no star makes like $50 million. She has $160 million. TikTok followers. Oh my God. 160. What is she about 17? Like 18 years old. Uh, And she's a totally fine. She's not like a drop dead gorgeous girl. She's a pretty girl, right? And she's a dancer. She's been a dancer as a kid. So she would put up TikTok videos of these dances. And she just, I mean, now she's starring in movies. She has her own show that her and her sister and her family, like all of them are on the show. And it is unbelievable that, I, I mean, in my children's mind, she is the largest star in the world, right? And it's not that they love her. She's and you just, have no idea who I have this no, person I've never, is. It would be the equivalent of saying, oh, that's Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, right? And I'd say, oh, obviously those are some of the biggest stars in the world. They have no concept who, I mean, they know who Tom Cruise is and they know who Brad Pitt is, right? But a couple years ago they didn't, but they 100% knew who Katie D'Amelia is and her entire family. It is weird. It's like a whole nother level of entertainment that 50-year-old adult guys or you, 40, whatever you are, just never get around nope. to ever learning it because we're not on TikTok, right? We just don't know what TikTok... You got the Chinese, right? Because Chinese on TikTok and 13-year-old girls on TikTok. That's right. it. Uh, yeah, it. Well, and so you mentioned because it would be one of those situations where if you were at a, a park, you know, a public, a, some some type of public setting yep. and Katie DeBalia or whatever her DeBalia. name was... She she stumbled in. Your girls would lose their mind, and you would say, "Oh hi, uh, my name's Mike. Who, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like you would have no idea. I would have person. no idea who it was. So you're reminding me, I was doing an event uh, years ago. I was I, when I was working for another station, and I was probably in my mid twenties at the time, and I was aware of you know celebrities and who people are. You know, I, I was aware, but obviously, I don't give a damn. <laughs> you know, so there was that part of it too, and we're at an event. And there's a pretty famous person who I've never heard of before standing right next to me. Okay. And uh, people are coming from the stage, off the stage. We're doing this. We're doing that. And I finally just introduced myself. Oh, hi, I'm Chris. Uh, are, are you here with the event? And she looked at me and she shook my hand and she said, yeah, yeah, kind of. And then we just casually started talking. And then about five minutes later, I said, well, I got to go. I'll see you later. And it was really nice to meet you. And... Uh, I still, I'll, I'll get to the, I'll get to the punch or not the punchline, but the finish here in a minute. And my boss at the time came up to me. She said, you have no idea who that was, do you? I said, no, no. Oh, why? Uh, I got to look up the singer's name now. Oh no. Very famous singer, uh, from anyway, I, I have to look, her, I have to look her name up. Oh, you're getting this whole, you, the whole punchline of the story. You no. don't know that you're so, I'm you're trying so to, out of no, it. No, no, no. Hold on. Cause, uh, she was a huge star. In the in the early late eighties and early nineties, and she was very young at the time, so late she was probably early a little bit older than me. Okay, and I had no idea who she was. 
Are you um, are you starting to find that out now that all stars and all athletes are way younger than you, and it just is like, wow, oh, that guy's. 15 years younger I than I got am. over that hump a while ago. That's why I hope Tom Brady never retires because he's the, still the only professional athlete that's still older than me. Sure. So I'm still kind of clinging to that. And he's like, just a, such a rock yeah, star. Like, You're Tom, like, Tom, don't retire because once you retire, then I got nothing, you know. So, okay, yeah. on the D'Amelio family, D apostrophe A-M-E-L-I-O, Charlie and her sister. So it's Charlie, not Katie, because I, I didn't even know. I, we're a fact-based show, so I want to be right. Yep. Um, 160 million TikTok followers. She has a sister named Dixie. They're both super cute. One's 20 and one's 18. They're worth about 50 million bucks already. Uh, not a bad little system. We Maybe you and I should do TikTok things. They okay. have 26 million followers I'm on not doing Instagram. That. Why not? I found out who the singer okay, was, though. Who was it? Uh, Liz Fair. Oh, Liz Fair. Okay. Okay, you've obviously heard yeah, of Liz yeah, Fair. Yeah, I, yeah. I had no idea who she was. No, Not but you want you want just know Liz Fair, right? No, but but again, we're at an event, and I just thought, oh, she, she, you know, she was, she had the what do you call the lanyard on, and I sure. thought, oh, she's working the event, the too. VIP pass. So I introduced myself, and she was almost charmed by that. Like, here's this innocent kid. Yeah. Because you know, I I don't know how much older she is than me, but she, I had literally no idea. So oh, I'm now sure... you're gonna have to look at her up because maybe she's younger than you. Are you gonna feel horrible when you find out that no, Liz Fair? In is... fact, well, because there's no way she can be. Well, here I'm gonna look her up right now. Liz you Fair, your big smarty pants. <laughs> well, you. It would be so funny. Oh, she's almost ten years older than me. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. so that like makes I said, me feel a little bit better. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that 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 was one of those situations where that actually firsthand, like, oh hey, how, how are you? And, well, yeah. we have a very famous friend too that is big into the social media scene. Uh, the rookie Matt Mikulski with his family, <laughs> uh, what's his family podcast called? Family Table Talk. Table Talk with Rookie. Yeah. They're going to be big social media people. I bet you anything. Does he have any family members that are social media kind of sort? I believe all they, of his kids are are probably on social like, media. And they're probably probably pretty good at yeah. it, right? Yes. Yeah, because I could see Matt, his son's a stud, and I could see him being real popular, and he's got pretty good kids. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, before we move on, I do want to make mention, though, of our sponsor, Harmony Spirits, our friends down at uh, Harmony, Minnesota, Michael. If you are in the area, uh, which is you know pretty close to the Iowa border, but we have a lot of listeners that reside down that way. In fact, we have to make a trip to Iowa sometime in the near future, so I'm going to have to stop in there. But it's handcrafted spirits made right here in the great state of Minnesota. HarmonySpirits.net is their website. You should go check it out, by the way, and sign up for their monthly newsletter. Uh, Because if you do that, you have the chance to win a free bottle just simply by signing up for that free newsletter. They select one subscriber at complete random to pick either if it's the bourbon, the whiskey, the gin, the vodka. Uh, All of their spirits are handcrafted, and they're, they're absolutely wonderful. In fact, I need to make myself a refill on uh, Harmony Spirits, but go into your local liquor store and please ask for the Harmony brand by name. That's how they are continuing to grow their brand with the help of not only this show, but also Garage Logic over the years. They've been a fantastic partner and they are absolutely great guys down there in Harmony, Minnesota. Uh, And they also have a rotating menu of uh, great handcrafted cocktails right there in their tasting room in Harmony, Minnesota. Free parking. They always have great events too, so check that out on their website, HarmonySpirits.net. They also have a pretty active Twitter account as well at Harmony Spirits on Twitter. Um, it's my favorite thing about the green room here. What's that? Is just the bar filled with Harmony Spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a joke because we don't have any of that. Thank you, Harmony Spirits. No, that's okay. Because uh, I, I do have to I do have to make a run here at some point because, you know, Labor Day weekend was a little... Well, you know how long a Labor bar would Day last weekend. here? No, the, it would not the, last. Yeah, would, all the bottles would be gone it almost not, instantly. It would not last very long. <laughs> These are samples, right? That's for sure. Uh, now I just um, I just found Liz Fair's first album cover. 
and I'm going to be showing that to you um, after the show. Oh, anyway, good. <laughs> uh, moving, moving right along here, uh, we were mentioning, you know, Norm, and one of the things that I love about being able to kind of decipher the type of person. So when a guy like Norm McDonald passes away mm-hmm. and you see the outpouring and you can tell it's genuine, sure. you know that he was a guy. Yeah. And 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 a lot of it is, you know, he he did this for me and never wanted attention for it. That's the kind of stuff I love to read because that then shows me that that person regardless of whatever walk of life that they have that shows me that um, that they were a really really good person. They're getting some nice stories. Remember that when um, who's the guy from Fast and the Furious? Paul, the main star from oh, Fast and the Furious. Oh yeah, what was his name? Uh, we're gonna look it up. But Paul something. You know we should know that one because he was a pretty famous guy. But he would like they have stories where he's in a some jewelry store and a couple's in there. And he buys the couple their engagement ring for twenty five grand and says, "Hey, uh, let me consider that a gift for me to you." And they're like, "Wait, you can't do that." But it just shows the incredible generosity Paul of that, Walker, Paul Walker, yep. of that kind of guy. So, do you have some good Norm stories? Of I never had the chance to meet Norm, but I was part of uh, an event where uh, I believe it was Nick Swartzen's event. This was years ago. This was at least ten years ago, if not even longer. And Nick was one of those guys too. Like everybody loves Nick. Everybody loves him um, because he's just a genuine person. Well, yeah. it's because he's yeah. from here. Yeah. He's from the state of Minnesota. And I think everybody's kind of a genuine person, right? Yeah, you would think. I mean, I at mean, some they, point. they, they, it, when you strip all the layers, I think what makes you not genuine is when people are bugging you in public, where you're like, oh, I just don't want to be bugged anymore. Right. Right. That would be frustrating. But Nick Swartzen, no one's bugging Nick in public. Probably. No, well, or, or they, they they just want to hang out or just yeah, you know. but they're not like saying, "Oh my God, this is Tom Cruise." If I latch onto him for five minutes, my life changes. Sure. If you latch onto Nick Swartzen for five minutes, you might need a shot, but you're going to be okay, <laughs> right? I mean, it, it doesn't. You, you don't change your life because you're seen with Nick Nick Swartzen. No, that's that's true. So I'm sure his being out is a little less crazy. Like he can go to the grocery store. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that would be that would be very difficult. If you couldn't, yeah, I could see how you'd become jaded. So, um, tell me, you you you're you're a sports fan, yeah? I suppose you watched a lot of football this weekend. A little I watched, bit. I watched the Vikings game. Yep. Right. Actually, what I, I recorded the Vikings game because I was golfing. Okay. And then walking right out of the club, someone says, "I can't believe they blew it in overtime." I'm like, "Huh? You're kidding me." I mean, I, I made it. <laughs> I made the it whole way. I made it the whole way, and then I just and I didn't know for sure that that was about the Minnesota Vikings, but. Powers of deduction made me think that guy can't be mad at any other game besides this game, right? And so I'm a huge, and when I say huge, F1 racing star. I love F1. You do? Oh, my God. It is the best sport in the world. So you saw that guy nearly get his head taken off. Uh, Lewis Hamilton? Yes. I sure did. Wow. Um, Yeah. If you, let me just throw in a plug for this sport. First of all, it's at the best time ever. Sunday mornings at 8 or 9 o'clock. Right, okay. because they're almost all in Europe. They always start sure. at three p.m. Sure. That roughly translates to eight a.m. or nine a.m. So, I'm going to tell you, I don't know what your family's doing. My family doesn't go to church every single weekend. Sorry, God. You know, we should maybe going to church a little bit more. I think God does listen to us. Yes, via he probably the Pod does. MN app. Yep. You know, I said it real soft just in case he wasn't listening well. Um, but no one's doing anything. My my team is still down for the count Sunday mornings. Sure. Right. So I can get up, have my coffee, do my thing, watch my race. The races are only about two hours long. So you know, maybe a little less than that. And it is unbelievable what these guys do because the tiniest of errors, and they're they go from first to last with a 
a fraction of an error. I mean, it's the the difference the between precision. the winner and yeah. the l- loser is just so small. It's unbelievable. Well, I I used to be into uh, into racing a little bit, um, and it's because of my family. My family sure. is really into, but it's mostly you know NASCAR and, and X Games and things yep, like that. Yep. Um, but when I watched Ford versus Ferrari, mm-hmm. it made me want to attend an F1 race in person. Yeah, you know, and and I think I've never been to an F1 race, but you was couldn't see anything. Ford versus Ferrari? Was that F1? Well, that's not F1. But you but, know what I'm saying. But that's GT racing or whatever. Yeah, it's it's still cool. Because right? they all they take it so much more serious they, over they there. Do. That's, they do. That's that's yeah. the 24-hour Le Mans. That, yeah. That's a Le Mans series racing, right? Sorry, you're right. But, yes. but F1 racing, it's... It, the highest paid athletes in the world race for F1, and there's really 20 F1 racers, right? 20 real, like, top-level F1 racers, and that's it. Contracts can be traded mid-season. So the number one race team is Mercedes-Benz right now, right? You got Lewis Hamilton and a guy named Val- Valtteri Bottas, and Valtteri gets traded mid-season. His oh, contract's over. Okay. And he still has to race for Mercedes a handful of races, but he knows he's not going to be there next year. And he also knows. So he's in cruise. Like, eh, well, go ahead. what he needs to do is win. Otherwise, he's gone. Oh, right. So he sure. needs to like prove. But he can't do that because his top racer, Louis Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton, top racer in the world by far, makes hundred million bucks a year racing, something like that. Right? Huge amount of money. He, it, the team says, "Oh, Valtteri, move out of the way. Lewis needs to win, right? Because they only want Lewis to win." And Valtteri has to say, "No, I'm not doing it." You can't make me lose. You can't make me come in second. The storylines, the drama is unbelievable. Wow. I'll literally sit on the edge of my chair for the hour and forty-five minutes as they're doing the seventy laps at up to two hundred sixteen miles per hour. That's crazy. It, it, I mean, they show from the racer's point of view, like from. Have you ever gone very fast in a car? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I went to this uh, Speed Vegas. It's what it's called, right? So you can race. Oh boy! Cars so out in Vegas, and I'm in a, a, a Lamborghini Gallardo. No, and it's great. I go up to 152 miles per hour. Okay, turn, I've never gone that fast. Okay, I, well, I'm a racetrack, right? This is a racetrack. I turn to my coach driver. I don't really turn to him, and I say, I can't see. And he's like, What happens is the vibration of the car gets going. Then my eyes started to chatter. Like I couldn't focus my eyes anymore. So I'm doing 152 miles per hour. I can't see a thing. I can't focus my eyes anymore. And I was like, How do people do this? I, I did 10 laps. I thought I was going to barf for two days because it felt like I was on the world's wow. hardest roller coaster. It is unbelievable. Best part about that whole story, I'm recording this whole thing, right? Get up to 150 miles an hour. Inside the car? Like in the recording? car, yeah, they're recording it, right? Because they, they want to sell you oh, the. Oh, they have a thing. That, that, it's all set oh, up. Oh, right? I got so you. I got I'm you. recording and I'm, I'm going in and I, you know, my shirt is full sweat. I'm just, I went from comfortable to my whole body is sweaty. I feel like I just got, was in a fight, right? It is unbelievably intense and oh by the way you're on a track in a lamborghini with other lamborghinis and other mercedes and other cars passing you and you're passing them and you're like how can you allow this how would you even know if i'm a good enough driver to pass somebody on a highway you know not to mention i'm doing it 100 miles per hour sometimes around a turn wow so i'm driving and the the video's on i'm pulling up going about five miles per hour and the person in the mercedes AMG GT, it's it's the two-door big Mercedes, opens up the passenger side car door. Oh, no. Hits the side of my Lamborghini, and I bend it backwards. Like, I just go, and just bend the car door. Oh, no. They had to pull my car and the Mercedes off. I turned to my coach, because you have a driving coach with you. I said, that, that, there was nothing I could do. There, He literally put the door right into the side. He just, 
And he's like, it was absolutely not your fault. No big deal. Because I'm thinking, oh, my God, I just ripped the door off of a Mercedes. Yeah, Yeah, what's that going to cost me, right? And not to mention, it dented this Lamborghini that I was in. And he's like, the guy who opened the door is my dad. So his dad is a coach driver, too. I was like, oh, no. So they're both, you know, because there's some... uh, culpability for the the coaches there they have some responsibility to drive safely and the whole video is perfect i get the whole thing i'm driving up you see the mercedes i'm driving up the video stops right then i was like no because that would have been such a cool video to see the mercedes door open and just see my car go and push it back but it cut off my video there but that is really a really really cool thing but i don't know how these f1 i'm going on this huge tangent i get it i don't know how these f1 drivers maintain this level of concentration for that long and they have like a certain amount of gas you can put in the car they only have certain tire changes if you get a chance netflix has a f1 show and it goes into the personalities of the racers okay and when you see what they go through where they live because they all live in europe and they all have these really fantastic cool lives and they work all work very hard to become the best of the best of the best yeah it I watched that show, and every single person who I know in the States that is an F1 fan yep. watched that show, and we're all into it now. I'm, in fact, if you're listening to this, <laughs> and you own a restaurant that has Sunday morning brunch, and you have some great TVs, and you want to get a bunch of F1 fans to come drink, have brunch, relax, and watch them, shoot me a text message or shoot me a message on one of our posts. Yes. Get it to Reavers because we want to find a spot where we can go watch F1. Are there, you know, like there's Viking bars in Arizona and things there's, like that. There's got to be You know, F1. Brits will always have soccer on. Yes. So, they're, you know, usually it kind of falls into like a soccer bar, right? You know, they, they're kind of the one-off. But this is so nice because it's so early on Sunday morning. Not a lot of places are busy Sunday morning. You might as well give it to F1 fans because there's got to be more than just me and my 10 buddies that love this, this sport. Sure. That's really cool. Yeah, you can I, you, watch the uh, Netflix thing. Absolutely, okay. watch it. I, I I will have to do that because that sounds intriguing. I mean, again, I it's not like I'm gonna it's not you know a, a twins game where I'm gonna watch it from beginning to end. But I would absolutely check in on that. Yeah, for a it's little bit. it's different. If you can watch a twins game, you could watch ten F one races okay. in a row because <laughs> right. it, 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 there is so much going on. It looks like whoever starts in front wins. That's not even remotely the case. And you get to know the personalities of these. That's the thing I dislike. Not I don't dislike it about baseball, but there's how many professional baseball players? 747 sure, or something, sure. right? There's 20 drivers. Once you know the 20 drivers, that's it. You don't have to like know that some guy was in the farm league and they just came up and he was a pitcher and then he was with Denver for a while and now he's with, you know, yeah. whatever. These guys just, there's a finite amount of them. So you can wrap all their personalities around in your head and literally have five that you care for and five that you dislike. I learned something okay. about you all after right, working right. with you for nearly a decade I know. It, today. It is by far my favorite sport. I did not know yeah. that. So, then, then NFL. Very right? cool. Football. Very Although, cool. What do you think? The Vikings are going to... What? Are, were you sad about the Vikings game, but then so happy when you heard the Packers just got totally tossed? No, that that part of my life has passed. Where oh, you I, say you don't I, care. Well, no, 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 no. My, that meaning okay. that I no longer care. What I never want to see them win the Super Bowl, sure. but but that doesn't make me feel better about my team having somebody else lose. Okay, I I think it's tough to be overreactive over one week. Sure, but I think that every weakness that they have, meaning the Vikings, was completely exposed on Sunday. Yeah, and Cincinnati's not a very good team. No, and I think. If they don't find a way to win this Sunday, it's going to be a long season. Because yeah. their schedule 
You look at their doesn't, schedule. Doesn't get any easier. Well, they play the entire NFC West, mm-hmm. meaning Arizona, sure. San Francisco, the Rams, and Seattle, which that might be the best division in football. Um, obviously, they'll probably beat Detroit twice. Are we technically the worst? Because we all lost, right? Did any other? No. Division? In fact, the Vikings are technically in first place. You know why? Because we only lost by three. <laughs> no. Well, that's part of it, but okay. the main reason is after head-to-head matchups, it then goes to conference. Uh, games, okay. meaning all of those three teams, meaning Green Bay, Chicago, and Detroit, lost to NFC teams, sure. whereas the Vikings we lost to an NFC. AFC oh, team. Oh, well, see, we're in the first f- first place in I our division. I guess we're in first place oh, that's, a sad, that's a sad first it's place, right? It's more than just sad, To Michael. lose in overtime. I, I don't know. I, I At one time, I would really say my team, my team, you know, the Vikings. And, and then sure. I thought, I, can, I can't control one thing. I have, there's... I think as you grow older in life, you realize that worry about things you have some cor- sort of control in. Completely agree. And I can't. I don't control the Vikings. No. So why am I losing my mind? Right. Like I and, and when I say losing my mind, like full on losing my mind. Oh, I got right? angry. I I got angry when, and I I'm not the world's biggest Kirk Cousins fans. Mm-hmm. He had nothing. He he was not the reason sure. they lost. They could just hold the ball on, for another seven seconds. But like when he of, not yeah. only held on to the ball yeah. and then got sacked. On third down, that made me insane in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. But when he threw a six-yard pass on third and 11, yeah. in which the receiver was tackled immediately, sure. I just went on a tirade inside my living room saying, you pat stat padding yeah. because that's the stuff that drives me crazy because sure. then people go back to, well, look at his numbers. Yeah. I don't care. He was one of the most effective quarterbacks of last year. No, he wasn't. He lost the game. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we can still talk about that because that that is something about him makes me yearn for Michael Vick, a guy who willingly killed dogs with his bare hands, but at least he could (laughs) scramble out of the pocket. Yeah, you know, if if Cousins could do that once, if he could just say, "Oh, instead of stand there and literally get bounced in the head by every defender trying to tackle him," and then he realizes, "Oh, wow, he must have great downfield vision because he has no pocket vision whatsoever." His inability to be able to improv when a play breaks down is, is his greatest weakness. Yeah, is zero. Yeah, I, I mean, will agree you think with that. why don't you just jump to the right seven yards? It can't be that hard. Yeah. You got to be able to do it. Okay. <laughs> no. You get that See, off your again, chest. I don't own the Vikings. I can't change Kirk Cousins if my life depended on it. So why am I Nor freaking out? Nor do you out? want to. Right? No, no. I, well, I, I, I would like to change him. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, all right, Michael. Thank you. Hey, Reavers. <laughs> You're the best. You are the best as well. Listen, uh, if you could do us a favor, if you missed any other of our previous episodes, please do us a favor and go online and find those. You can find them at garagelogic.com, also at theweeklyscramble.com. And also, please do us a favor and subscribe to us on PodMN, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And as you know, as I mentioned that, just find us anywhere that you look for your own podcast. For Mike Fratelloni, my name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll, we will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.